Beauty Please, where we are everything we want to be, nothing you want us to be, and so much more. This is the last episode of the year! Woohoo! Hi, Lama! <laughs> Hi, Shaya. 2020 is done. Well, almost. <laughs> almost there. Almost there, guys. We're so close. Lama, how are you? How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm alright. You know, like, nothing interesting happening. <laughs> I'm literally just... We're freestyling this episode, by the way. Yeah. It's like a complete freestyle episode. Exactly. No plan whatsoever. I'm just, like, hanging out until I can go on annual leave. Because, yeah, I'm just, like, tired from from everything. Except this. I actually really like doing this, but... (laughs) Everything else is tiring me. And I was telling I was telling the one thing keeping us sane. Yeah. And I was telling my partner, I was like, I am just like on the verge of a like emotional breakdown. Like you know like one bad thing happens, you stub your toe and you're like, you hate the world. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> That's my state and frame of mind <laughs> in this moment in time. So and I've actually come to a point in my life where I I mean I realized this throughout the whole of this year, but I really like sleep. Like, I really like feeling rested mm. and just, like, yeah, rested. And this whole, I completely now reject this whole idea of, like, hustling and grinding to the point where you're, like, always <laughs> tired and exhausted at the time. Nah, that's, yeah. like, that was 18, 19, even 20-year-old Lama. But 22-year-old Lama is just tired and she doesn't like it anymore. Yeah. So she wants to feel rested all the time. So that's me. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling great. I was exhausted before this, but I'm feeling great. But I'm still tired and exhausted, but I'm feeling great because I've just started my break. And so I'll be off for like the next two weeks. And I'm looking forward to um, just chilling with me and my bed um, for the most of it. And just really relaxing. I won't be going anywhere. Just really taking me time, spending time with friends, family, going out a little bit, having fun a little bit, but mostly just chilling at home ideally um but yeah I feel good overall I feel a little anxious as I always do you know ending a year and then going into a new year and stuff Mm -hmm. and like there's this sense of like all these all these like expectations and Mm -hmm. um how does how do I even say it like you're just this there's just a lot of like unrealistic pressure that you just kind of end up putting on yourself. Yeah. You know, and like what you want 2021 to be and like to look like for you and like, and you know, yeah. when reflecting on 2020, it's like, you know, have I been wasting my time? Like, you know, have I been productive? Was it a good year for me? Kind of thing. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on 2020 in general? Like, how are you feeling about <laughs> The whole year and everything that's happened in the one year. Oh my god. Um, yeah, a lot's happened. Yeah, it's, a lot has happened. It's a big happened. year for everyone. Yeah, I think it's been a big year for everyone. And I think every year feels like a big year for everyone. But this year, it was so nah, funny. 2020 is special. <laughs> 2020 is just a bit special, isn't she? Um, I was So I got my like 2020 review from my bank. Like, my, I'm, I'm with UpBank and they're just amazing like their user interface is just so like if you're a very visual person and you love like colors and you just love tech and like looking like it's just it's the best anyway the point is is that they like sent us it's kind of like they did like a spotify wrapped but like for your bank account um yeah 
<laughs> and it's like and then and then it like broke down my savings accounts my savers and it's like january february and march it like went up and then like for the rest of the nine months we were in lockdown and just negative 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 and then like when we opened up again then it's positive again i was like yes just remind me that i was unemployed for all those times <laughs> all those months but you know it is what it is so i don't know i feel like the year has brought on a lot of good like i got to start this with you and that's really fun and yeah and that i mean that's about it <laughs> i was like hoping to be able to list more stuff <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know I'm stuck in a different country I haven't seen my family in so long um my brother's yeah. also not with me anymore which is a bit sad but but yeah I don't know I I feel like I'm I'm just happy to be on the other side and I feel very like privileged and very lucky that I didn't have to leave and go home um because I think that would have been really really hard and yeah, I think I am very anxious though for 2021 just because I have to do my masters and I still haven't really decided what I want to do. It's like I know what I want to do, but finding the pathway towards what I want to do is it's it's just a bit difficult and and yeah. So I have to, I'm trying to like grapple with that and figure out like what's the best course and I think it's also just realizing that like edu- education overseas is really expensive and when mm. like the courses that you want are overseas being in like Australia and stuff as opposed to being in Malaysia like you have to fork out that money for that and it just makes me feel for my parents so yeah, yeah. that's that's how I feel well, we're supposed to keep this episode upbeat bitch so how's your 2020 <laughs> how's your 2020 <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be a fun episode guys um, we'll keep it light and breezy <laughs> um my 2020, okay, look, like, I mean, it's 2020. You can't talk about 2020 and, like, it be super cheerful, I'm realizing now. <laughs> um, ups and downs for me. <laughs> um, so, like, it started off pretty decent. I was still on a high from, like, you know, finishing my honors and, mm-hmm. like, you know, being done with that and, like, being quite satisfied with, like, the outcome of it and everything. Yeah. Um. And then I started applying for jobs and then it kind of just went like downhill from there, like just struggling with jobs and like not hearing back from places. And all this is like, I was still in Melbourne at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after like around six months, roughly, kind of gave up um, and came home back to KL yeah. and started job hunting here. So like that whole process was like quite um, demotivating and also... You you kind of question, like, your self-worth as well. It's like, am I, like, am I really good enough? Because, like, I'm not getting the jobs that I want and stuff. And, like, I feel like I'm good enough, but, like, clearly I'm not. Like, nobody's, like, reaching out or, like, you know, replying and stuff like that. So that was a whole thing. And also, like, you kind of just end up burning out mm. as well because each application, like, you know, you got to write a cover letter and, like, you tweak your resume according to um, where you're applying to as well and, like, each application was so, um, what's the word? Like, specialized? Yeah. I don't think that's the right word, but yeah, but you get what I mean. It's like and tailored. It was very tailored. Yeah, it was tailored. That's the, that's the <laughs> word I was looking for, tailored. It was very much tailored to, like, each place that I was applying to. Yeah. And I did kind of, like, burn out from there. It was very frustrating and stuff. And, like, you know, um, and, yeah, 
I just wanted money, man. Also, like I need a work experience mm-hmm. and I need a money, um, like my own money, because you know I feel like you know I was done with my studies for now, and I just really wanted that independence and be being able to like support myself and everything, and not have to like depend on my parents anymore. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was like all really frustrating, and that was a very down period for me. But like it's fine. I came home. Um, you know, sent out like all these applications before I even came home. I was already applying for jobs. She's um, on Malaysia, it. and yeah, I was on it. Um, while I was in my quarantine, applying, also started the podcast while I was in quarantine. <laughs> it actually happened so fast. I just sent Lama the message, and then within that like two days, it didn't take a long. We were already recording. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> Lama was just yes, and here I was like. Yeah. I was, like Sitting on this idea for the last like one year plus, and all I had to do was just ask. Um, but yeah, and so yeah, the podcast was you know an amazing thing to come out of twenty twenty as well for me. Um, and then like yeah, after applying f- for jobs for like another month or two months ish in Malaysia, like I was very lucky to get a job. And a job that I really enjoy and I find that it's fulfilling and like, you know, I really enjoy like the work environment as well. So I was very, very lucky in that sense. Everything about my workplace was like just really a plus point. Um, and also just finally having that sense of purpose and like belonging, I mm. guess, because when you're unemployed, like you don't really belong to anything, you know, you're kind of just there existing. And I hate that, you know, that I put so much weight on having a job and that yeah. giving me a sense of like purpose and stuff, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> um, and but yeah, it feels great. Um, so now, like you know, I think it's a really nice way to end the year. I um, having a job and the podcast has just been amazing for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, to end 2020 overall I've learned a lot mm-hmm. um okay yeah, let, let's reflect like what do you like what do you feel you've learned in 2020 or what are the key takeaways from you for you Ooh. she really thinking y'all she really thinking i think one of the biggest things i've realized is that there is more to life than just being stressed out with work constantly and there's so much more mm. to life than that 9-to-5 job. And, and, and I think it, it depends on what your 9-to-5 job is, you know. And I think it would be very different if my 9-to-5 job was different. But with the one that I have now, like, that, I think that's just for me to continue stressing and taking home a lot of that stress and letting it filter into other parts of my life. It's just not worth it because realize that people that you deal with customers that you deal with especially if you're in customer service anyone listening to this in customer service like they do not give two craps about you and what you go through on a day-to-day basis and a lot of the times when they speak to you and they're angry and frustrated like you have to really learn how to compartmentalize and detach from all of that because they Mm. you know obviously are projecting a lot of their frustrations and you know you don't know what's going on in their day-to-day life that they are coming to you this mad and whatever. But, and like, that's something that I had to learn how to do to be able to detach because it's really hard. Like when you listen to people that are upset, angry, frustrated, whatever it is. And people have gone through a lot mm. this year and that kind of adds on to the stress as well. Um, 
so so yeah, I think it's it's being stressed out about that and taking that home is not worth it um at all. Like there's so much more to life than that. Like and I think <laughs> I keep telling everyone, especially towards the end of the year. It's funny because I've been unemployed for most of the year. Like especially when you're in Melbourne, like I was not working from home during that time. I was just at home. Period. Yeah. Um so <laughs> but what I realized is that I this whole five day working week plus two day weekend, I'm not into it. That's another realization. I would really like a four day work week and three day weekend, preferably. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's where it is because when I think about we're meant to juggle all of these things, okay, especially as a woman, right? Another thing I've been thinking about is that if I worked the hours that I did now, and for example, I. I also wanted to start a family at some point, right? And I wanted to be able to mm-hmm. be there for my children and, like, be an active parent and, you know, be able to go for their school shows and be able to be present with them whenever I'm around them and not be stressed about stuff. Like, you need more time than you do now because I don't want to be sleep-deprived all the time, too. Like, I'm not about that life. Um, yeah. So, and I feel like, the like, I was... It's it's difficult for women because we it's like it's you know how we made that transition from before being like generally you know generations ago it was like ex- expected that you'd be a stay at home mom whenever you start a family and then it kind of moved to that point where like women started to work and become career women and stuff and then you have like the women that try to juggle both you know and but at the still at this at the same time I still expected to be like the primary carers for their children and you mm-hmm. know like be able to devote all that time to their kids while maintaining a strong, successful career, while also maintaining a sense of self. Like, mm. it's so difficult. And, like, if you don't yeah. have enough time to do that, you then you have to be rich because then, like, money buys you time in an essence where it gives you, like, you can buy someone else's time and their time to take care of your child while you're at work or do be able to do this while you're doing that. And it's just... That's another thing that I've been thinking about. So... Even though I'm, like, way far off from having kids. Like, way, way, way far off. But these are all the things that I and Natasha Lama will stress about, like, way before <laughs> it actually happens. Because I'm that much of a planner. But, like, you got to think about it. Yeah, you got to think about it. These are things you, I think about. Yeah. I don't think that it will just naturally fall into my lap. And, you know, like, I feel like these things take work. And, mm. yeah. So, that's another realization. Um, another realization, this is my final one, and then you can go, <laughs> is that is that I wonder whether couples that are straight, so um, a man and a woman, whether, this is not like another realization, it's more like something I'm still pondering about and still thinking about, whether the roles that you fall into are roles that you choose for yourself within that relationship or roles that you are socialized to fall into you know and Mm. I think those are things worth unpacking when you're in a relationship um especially when you're in a heterosexual relationship because yeah it's just like gender roles and all that shit really happens and sometimes like I'm like "Mm, am I doing like like not currently but like when I think about my past and stuff it's like oh do I fall into the position of like wanting to care for someone else and make sure the house is clean, make sure the house is tidy, um, 
you know, doing the dishes, cooking for dinner, instigating what are we going to have for dinner and, you know, like mm. making all those small choices which seem very like, like, how, what's the word when it's like, it's not a big deal, but when it like adds up and you're the only, you're generally the only one initiating and like starting all of these things. I'm like, do I do it's that? Like you because you just end up doing everything. Yeah, because I like feel like I have to because that's what I saw a lot of women around me doing or, yeah, you know. But the thing is, like, in my household, it was never, like, something that women just did because, like, my dad did so much of that as well. But I wonder whether growing older and being around different people and different families who fall into those roles and those, like, patriarchal, like, standards of relationships that, like, I start to mimic that as well. Anyway, that's, like, something I'm still thinking about. I don't really know (laughs) what that is, but... I refuse to be in a relationship in the future where I'm expected to be this Wonder Woman that has to balance all the things and my partner is, like, applauded just for doing the bare minimum and, like, yeah, working hard, which both of us will be doing and both of us will be providing for our families. So, like, I think that... I don't expect either of us to be Wonder Woman or Superman, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that there needs to be, like, active... Uh, participation from both people in the relationship but to do that and to achieve that takes constant like reflecting um so yeah anyway that's me and my realization and also a very it also takes a very open partner to be able to accept and like you know like um what's the word like break it down with you as well and like question their own you know beliefs and like the way they've been brought up and stuff yeah, um, exactly. Men be like, I'm yeah. an ally. I'm an ally to women. <laughs> and then do fuck all in the house. But I won't cook. I won't clean. And I'm like... <laughs> Let um... me tell you. <laughs> I'm like, you're not an ally. And you're not trying to make the like the, like the lives of the women in your life easier. Unless you actually start to unpack and unlearn a lot of the things that you were socialized like the, and the so so much of them are like unconscious so, so much of these things are subconscious and you really have to like constantly be reflecting on your behaviors and I don't think that's something that a lot of like men tend to do a lot of women don't tend to do as well like a lot of people just in general but that's something that I've definitely mm. realized so I've got a question on this, but later on, it's one of the reflex questions okay, okay. Um, by Flex Mommy. And uh, I wasn't going to ask it, but now I am. <laughs> um, let me just find it. But like, no, but I'll ask, but I'll ask later anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What are your okay, realizations? No, I found it, but I'll ask later. Um, I think I actually don't have a lot of realizations. I, I think the one big one is that I really want to or need to pri- no I want to prioritize enjoyment um and I feel like I've been saying this for a while I've said it in, like previous mm-hmm. episodes and I just want to like really remind myself to do that remind myself to have fun remind myself to like you know at least like once a week have some kind of outing or like going out with friends and just laughing and just being yeah. present in the moment and just truly enjoying myself and being comfortable you know and like finding the people who can do that for me and you know who I can also do that for them you know yeah. and it's not just me like taking all their good energy and their good vibes <laughs> for me also being able to like give that out and when I really think about it like 
in the last year, I I don't remember a lot of moments where I was just so happy or so like present yeah. in a moment with like friends and like loved ones and stuff, you know? Like I'm always like preoccupied about something else, like stressed mm-hmm. about something else and thinking about something else. Yeah. And you know, and and I guess like the pandemic also has, you know, thought like taught me. Um, but then yeah. also it's a, from a very privileged point of view, like I had the luxury of, you know, having some um money to like do certain things that I do enjoy mm. and like you know even to like come up with plans you know and like be able to think about um certain activities or like you know trips and stuff yeah. um definitely it's from a point of privilege and you know and it's like anything can happen so like you might as well mm-hmm. like make the most of the time that you have now in this moment rather than like waiting till you know your next promotion or waiting till you mm-hmm. make this amount of money or waiting till you know but obviously like you know spend within your means don't yeah. go and like you know blow your whole paycheck kind of thing but you know do what you can with what you can afford and and just really enjoy yourself yeah um yeah i feel like that's like the big one for me prioritize um, your pleasure motto for yeah prioritizing pleasure Yes, amen. Because life's short, you know, anything can happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds a bit mellow. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> okay, let me see. What else? Do you have any regrets from 2020? Or anything that you would change from 2020? Nah. Not really. I don't think so. I'm I'm definitely not the type of person that regrets mm. major things. Do you know, like I, I I maybe I'll regret like saying something small, like when you're in a conversation, you make like a silly comment, and you're like, oh, I regret saying that. But I'm but I rarely yeah. I rarely find myself regretting like big life decisions or big things that happen. So yeah, I don't I don't think there's anything I I particularly regret. Do you have anything mm. you regret, girl? Everything I do is intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if it's by complete accident, it's exactly. intentional somewhere. Somehow. Whether it's self-sabotaging or whatever, it's all intentional. Oh, yeah. I'm it's very all aware. my own doing. <laughs> I'm very aware of my own self-destruction. Like, I'm very, like, as soon as I know, like, I before I do a self-destructive behavior, I will preface it and be like, yes, I know this is self-destructive, but I'm doing it anyway. So, so I'm gonna that's do the first it step. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we like this? Uh, I I had a moment. Um, I think it was like the end of no, it was the end of this week. Yeah, it was literally like two nights ago. Oh no, yeah, two nights ago. Yeah, and like I just finished work, so it was like a Friday night, and um, I was just like, I feel so self destructive right now. Like I feel the need to overcompensate for something and just like do something reckless. Yeah. I ended up having a very chill night instead. <laughs> I just went out with a friend and had drinks Love that. and food. But like, <laughs> but I don't know why. I just have these like moments where I'm just like, I just want to like, do something really intense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, where was I going with this? But yeah, regrets. I, yeah, so I don't think I, I don't think I regret anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I may have some bad decisions, but you know, it is what it is. You learn from it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay. So, how are you feeling moving into twenty twenty one? What are you um hoping to achieve, or what are you expecting from twenty twenty one? Are you expecting anything, or are you just you know living it, living in the moment, taking it day by day? Yeah, I always expect things for myself, but at the same time paradoxically as we do as humans i'm also trying to go with the flow yeah and <laughs> not try to would be nice to be able to <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you and i are like such planners i exactly. get so much shit for being a planner oh i'm such a planner and it, and it's not that i don't know how to do anything spontaneous like i do i actually love doing spontaneous yeah. things but for for things when it comes to like work when it comes to stuff that I'm doing that are projects for myself like even like the podcast mm. and teaching like I will always have a plan of like what I want to do next and like you know what and that plan doesn't have to be like down to a T it could be like yep this first year of teaching I just want to be able to get comfortable with it and you know be able to think on on the spot and then you know it could be like very big broad plans like that but that's that's still a plan so mm. but to be honest for 2021 my biggest thing is just being able to um balance going back to studying again and working and this and i'm mostly just excited for this podcast and people that we will get to bring yeah. on and topics that we'll get to tackle and talk about that's actually what i'm excited about the most and i'm excited about moving in together with my mans and cross Ooh, fingers cross fingers getting a puppy getting a little puppy um in the middle oh, of the year wow. yeah i know that's like that's the plan yeah so hopefully oh my hopefully god it all goes well that makes me so happy yeah I we're having know. children how disgusting is that where's my mans <laughs> <laughs> i say that but i really just don't want anyone <laughs> And she's yeah. like, oh my god, where's my mat? And then they, they walk up to her and they're like, I'm here, girl. And she's like, no, no, no. Not you, though. Not That's you. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I like this? Uh, yeah, what about you? Depends, what are you, what are you expecting for yourself? Do you have any expectations? Um, Loki, yes. Haiki, no. <laughs> um, it's the same. Like, I always say, like, oh, I'm just gonna, like, you know chill take it day by day but really like at the back of my head like I do have certain expectations like I'm hoping that it'll be a year you know like okay for the podcast for example like you know I'm hoping that it'll be like a great year like you said great guests and like we really get to grow and like grow the community as well I'm really looking forward to that yeah um in terms of work as well I'm looking forward to um expanding on that really upskilling myself and just being the best I could possibly be at my job um and yeah I don't know it's sad it's a bit sad that like those are the main two things that I'm focusing on but also like I haven't had like a proper job like a job job that's Mm -hmm. relevant to my field you know and something that like I actually enjoy like I haven't had that before so for me I think it's okay that that's kind of gonna be one of my main big things Mm -hmm. for 2021 yeah. Um, it's not like I've been working for five years or something and my work's mm-hmm. my everything, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and I am still getting used to it. I'm still getting, you know, um, yeah, getting used to it. And my job is quite demanding physically and mentally. 
so it does take a lot of work and like effort um in getting used to but yeah i think for me it's just um seeing where my work goes seeing where my podcast goes our podcast goes goes so fine i always <laughs> i interchange to i'm like my our <laughs> Don't um, know. <laughs> I guess when you're like talking about it to like other people, you could see like mine because it makes more yeah. sense that way. But like, um, but yeah, I think, and then also like prioritizing enjoyment. So I guess those three things: my work podcast and just having as much fun as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, I guess those are the three things that I really, really, really just want to do. Mm. Um, and I guess another thing is just being able to like let go of things um sometimes i feel like i'm i am my my own worst enemy in the sense that you know like you grow up like thinking about things one way and that's because you know you were a child then you were a teenager then but now yeah. it's like you're actually an adult but you're still holding on to those like beliefs and like yeah. holding on to like those ways that you've been brought up and stuff but really like you know nobody cares anymore or it's not a thing anymore or it's not relevant yeah. anymore because you're not a child you're an adult now um so i'm still like working on um breaking that down for myself a lot of journaling helps with that <laughs> mm-hmm. and also just like caring less about what other people think of me yeah i know i seem like the kind of person who just is not like i don't give a like, no, you know, Shia cares. There, like, I'm just, she cares more than just, I do. <laughs> but, I, but she cares. Fam, she cares. <laughs> but I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, especially here, because like, everyone's just so capable and like, you know, busybody and like, mm-hmm. you know, wants to know like what you're up to and like what you're doing and like who you're seeing or, you know, and yeah. it's just, yeah, not so fun, but but she's working on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm hoping for 2021. And I guess that's also like what we're both excited about. That was going to yeah. be my next question, but I think we just answered it anyway. Yeah. Um, I think now's a good time to do some reflex questions. Right. Okay, so on what you were talking about earlier, right? Yeah. So the question is... Are introspection and self-analysis doing you more damage than good? And that's on, like, you saying, I'm um, talking about, like, you know, reflecting a lot and, like, yes. um, questioning, like, your own beliefs um, and stuff. I th- but for me, it does do me good in the long run. It does, call me, it does cause me to spiral, though, <laughs> while I'm thinking yeah. about it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck is my world what what huh what and and i and i and i get very like stressed but in in the in the general sense i definitely think it's great like any form of introspection any form of self-reflection is great but it also is like a it's a it's a two-edged sword i also think that just living your life in ignorance and chilling is also great like you don't have to unpack any of your behaviors you just (laughs) move along and what you don't know won't hurt you exactly you know but i also think that like that's not how i'm choosing to live my life so yeah unfortunately for the people around me i will be there to (laughs) make you self-reflect too (laughs) so i think it's helped me a lot i think like for example um when it comes to like relationships and like trauma, that's another thing that I want to do next year. For like, from that question leading into this, is like go to therapy, like self healing. Yeah, and like because 
a lot of mm. my like trauma sexually from my past is like affecting the way that my relationship works and like not like not in like a gigantic way but in like small minute ways which still affect me as a person and like I don't want it to be that way and so I think yeah seeing someone to be able to cope with that and and it's not just like a relationship now it's actually affecting like a lot of my decisions when it comes to having children and wanting to have kids mm-hmm. like I know I sound very vague right now guys but but it's like it's a lot to take in so I'm not going to go into detail but that's just how I feel and I feel like introspection in that way is important because then like because then I get to make sense of the emotions I feel the breakdowns I may have because if not like I would just be confused and I feel like that confusion and that frustration of being emotional about something that you don't understand why and you don't understand why something triggers you could actually be more maddening than living that life in ignorance so I think like understanding why and being able to actually like articulate it makes you feel like you can make sense of what's going on rather than just ignoring and and being like it is what it is you know so yeah I don't know does it help you does it make you spiral Sorry, hold on. My dog is like scratching my door. It's like really annoying. I have to open the door. Hold on. Yeah, so do I think it causes more damage than good? I think end of the day, it just depends on the kind of person that you are. It depends on um how you see it. Like if you're the kind of person where like you were just better off not knowing, then of course it's going to cause more damage for you. For me personally, I feel like I do benefit a lot from it. Like I learn a lot about myself and then that helps me navigate, um, you know, future like relationships, whether that's with my friends, potential partners, um, mm-hmm. my family and stuff. Um, and it also gives me a sense of self-control. Like when you, <laughs> that does not sound controlling at all, <laughs> or like bad in any way, but like a sense of control over my life, you know, and like, taking ownership of who I am the kind of person that I am mm-hmm. um and I feel like when you know more about yourself like you are better able to react to all these external things because you know yourself so well and like you know you end up for me at least like I end up being more secure um and confident in myself because yeah. I know who I am yeah. yeah so yeah I guess for me personally I don't think it's more damaging but I can definitely see why it would be for a lot of other people out there but um yeah but yeah and it's like okay it's like recently I've been like getting a lot of shit for like being an overthinker um and I personally I don't have an okay it can be bad sometimes but for the most of it I don't really have an issue with it because I also think that it prepares me for a lot of situations and like worst case scenario. And for me, I think that that's a bit realistic. There are times where like it's definitely irrational. Yeah. When my thoughts do become quite irrational. But when it is rational, it's, I feel like it's great because it just means that I'm always prepared, you know? And if something bad did happen, I'd be okay because I'd already know how to like react or, you know, what to do. Yeah. I know what to do, basically. Yeah, so... So, it's a good thing. I'm glad that I overthink. I don't think it's that bad a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, perks of being an overthinker. Okay, next question. Um, Do you like the person you're becoming? 
Yeah, I love That's the person. That's a good end of the year question. I yeah? love the person I'm becoming. Yeah, I love myself. I love most of myself. I'll, <laughs> let me, I'll correct that. I love most of myself. Oh, that, there's, a, there's a question for that later on, so it's fine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I do love the person I'm becoming. I'm constantly trying to understand a lot of my past and how that influences my behavior now i'm constantly trying to be a more compassionate person and just yeah surrounding myself with people that that just bring light into my life you know and challenge me in Mm. different ways and but yeah I, i i love the person i'm becoming and i love the people that i know are on that journey with me and will be in my life years and years to come hopefully and mm. but I can't control that but what I can control is myself and I love me so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love that um yeah for the same I think like yeah quite similar um for the most of it I do love the person that I'm becoming there are some things that you know like I do I know that I do need to like work on um, and I've got, like, a list of it. <laughs> like, a very short list. It's not that big. I'm not problematic at all, guys. Um, but, but yeah, it's just, like, you know, on the note of, like, self-healing and stuff. Mm. Like, if my dog scratches the door to, like, go out, I'm going to be so annoyed because I just opened the door for him. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that I have a dog again. But also, I'm just remembering how much work it it it, it takes to have a dog and, like, how interrupted, like, your schedule and the things that you do are. Yeah. Um. What was I saying? Um. Yeah. Point is, I do like the person that I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was saying, definitely a lot more room for growth. But I feel like I'm heading in the right direction, and you know, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly growing. Um. And yeah. So I'm just remembering another another thing that I'm working on is um being less triggered by other people. Um, and every time I get triggered, I, I try my best to, like, question myself, okay, like, why, why am I so triggered by this? Why is it mm-hmm. affecting me negatively, you know? And, like, yeah. is it of because of what they're saying or is it because I'm insecure about a certain topic or I'm not as confident in myself, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, just because, like, I may have opposing views with someone else, it, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to change my view, you know? It's so, like, why am I so, um, triggered by it? You get what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I do like the person I'm becoming. Love that, I love that. Next question is, has your life improved since this time last year? Mm. Yes, (laughs) I think so. (laughs) I think it's... Where were you this time last year? This time last year... And like, what were you doing? I was... was I doing well doing the same thing I was working um I was not dating my current partner (laughs) um I was but I was very sleep deprived and I did not enjoy that um but I was also enjoying I was also enjoying myself though outside of that I was spending a lot of time with my brother which was nice um so I think in some ways it is better but in some ways it is not. I think I prioritize my health more in a sense where I have reached a lot of goals that I really wanted to reach, which I'm proud of myself reaching like in terms of my like strength levels. 
um, and my ability to prioritize sleeping enough. But, 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 and yeah, I I think it's like the same. I don't know. Like, I don't think it's improved significantly. Perhaps if we would not have been in lockdown for so long, I would feel more financially secure because I'd have more mm. in my savings. But, but you know, I can't, I can't complain. I'm not, I'm all right. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty all right. So I think, I think I'm this like, if I had to put it on a weighing scale, probably be like slightly better than last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What about yeah. you, friend? I feel like it's definitely improved. And like I was saying before, like I would definitely have my work to thank for that and the podcast. Mm. Um, I feel like with the podcast especially, I've just been like waiting for something like this to happen for like the longest time and like yeah. that to be like my thing. Um, yes. So I'm very happy. Um, and I definitely feel like, I mean, yeah, it has improved since this time last year. Yeah. Even though this time last year I was, I no, I think I would have been back home. Oh no, I was in. <laughs> actually, yeah, it's improved quite a bit. I was in a bit of a toxic situation this time. <laughs> oh, last year. oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, I'm just remembering that as well. Oh my god! Wow, the memories. I had an interesting New Year's. <laughs> And it's all coming back to me now. I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's been great. It's been it's been good overall. Okay, next question. Um, what's one thing you hate about yourself? Oh, well, that's a little bit Sorry. harsh, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, what do I hate about myself? Um. This is hard. This is stressful. <laughs> I actually can't think of anything <laughs> off the bat that I completely hate about myself. Actually, well, that's good. Um, that's that's what you I want. I actually can't. I there are a lot of there are like things that I will nitpick on myself physically, but I just think that that's re- too much to waste my energy on, and I refuse to waste yeah. my energy on um, because this is just a skin suit. Now we'll die eventually, and <laughs> it's not gonna matter. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing that I outright hate. I think one thing I hate is my, if, if I had to put it to anything, is my inability to say no and always feel like, mm. like this, like, I don't know whether it's socializing me through like Asian working culture and stuff, but I just always feel like I need to stay longer and work more over time. And I feel like post lockdown me has like, has definitely changed that a lot, but it's it's still there. And mm. I feel this need that, the longer you work, that shows that you're a better worker, which is just so not true. And I think what I hate is that I'm constantly fighting myself with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you hear okay. anything? Well, for me, it's um, just nothing interesting. What I mentioned before, just like caring less. Um, that, no, that I care too much about what other people think of me uh, and that yeah. I just need to care less and just do me, you know, and... And I guess, okay, maybe a bit of my overthinking. Um, this is where, like, it doesn't work in my favor. But, like, just thinking less about, yeah, what other people think of me and not letting it get to me and just doing whatever it is that I want to do. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah, bitch. Without having to have an, an internal debate with myself. 
Um, yeah, that's what I hate. What's one thing you love about yourself? What's one thing I love about myself? I love that I... You can have five things if you want. <laughs> it's like, where do I bloody start? <laughs> I, think, I think it's so important to celebrate yourself. Like, it's just... You cannot always rely on other people to celebrate you. Even though you should be surrounded mm-hmm. by people that make you feel good about yourself and are not toxic. But I also think that you should be celebrating yourself, number one. Um, so what do I love about myself the most? I love my ability to... I guess I love my bravery to rebel against mm. things that some people may be uncomfortable doing because they just... Not they don't have the courage to, like, you know, they just could not be in the right environment or they're, like, you know, people may project certain things. Like, I just really feel like a lot of the times people give me shit for rebelling or doing the exact opposite of what's always been done. It's like, uh, mm. why are you doing that? Like, it's a bit embarrassing. Or it's like, why are you so open about this? Or, like, have you no shame? Or blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah. Babes, those sort are your insecurities. End. Like... <laughs> yeah (laughs) those are not mine (laughs) um so so yeah i think that's what i love about myself more and i freaking love my hair now she's cute or whatever like i was dude i've just been waiting to like compliment your hair and i keep like (laughs) like it looks so good the little curls and everything like i think this like half um what's it called like a half ponytail like i think that look like it really works for you it's so cute i love it thank you Thank you very much. Such a cute. Yeah. So those those are like the two things I will list out for this. If not, this episode will go on so forever. <laughs> what do you love about yourself? Um, one one thing that I love about myself is that I um appreciate how much I'm just constantly learning and mm. growing and just like you know just like having that growth mindset and like having that mindset where it's like I don't know everything and that's okay and you know and like you're constantly learning like you can never um know enough about anything there's always a lot more of everything to learn and the second that you feel like you know everything there is to know about anything like you're already at a loss um yeah just that mindset it doesn't sound as interesting but like I feel like I really like that about myself and yeah, and I'm constantly, and it helps as, a, it serves as a constant reminder as well, where, you know, like, I'm just questioning, like, myself, like, or, like, is that the right way to think about something, or, you know, is there another way to think about it, Um, what do other people say, like, are other pe- do other people have, like, you know, wisdom or something that they can impart that I can also learn from, learn from, Um, yeah, just constantly learning and growing is yeah. one thing that I'm enjoying and loving about myself. And also, um, being able to, like, admit when I'm wrong, you know, or Ooh, admit yes. that I don't know every everything about anything, about, you know, I, I, about, about topics. I don't know everything about things. <laughs> um, English is hard. <laughs> but, yeah, love that for me. I love that for you uh, too. How are we doing for time? I think we are like kind of okay. Um, right. What's one thing, and I know that I've asked you this question. I feel like we may have asked it on the podcast as well, but I'm going to do it anyway because um, we're reflecting. What's one thing you haven't done that you really want to do and what's holding you back? Big questions, fam. Big questions indeed. Okay, I'm going to go first. You go <laughs> first. Yeah, please go first. Okay. 
One thing that I really want to do is get my scuba diving license. Oh yeah, I really, really want to just do, do that. That was like the one thing that like got me really excited for like coming back home was to be able to like do that and make like a mini holiday out of it. Um, but I still haven't done that because the second I came home, I was like applying for jobs and then like I got a job which I didn't think I would. <laughs> I thought I'd have more time. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, guess I'm working now, which is great. Um, but it also, that also means I just, I didn't have time to like get my license. Mm. But now I know when, when, when my holidays are for next year. So hopefully if I'm smart enough, I'll be able to plan ahead of time and, you know, make some bookings. That's but yeah, so 2021, if I had to make one resolution, it would be to like, just get my license. If there was one thing that I just need to get done in 2021, like that would be it. My scuba diving license. Oh, and yeah. that would be enough for me, more than enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't really know what's holding me back. Um, I guess finances will be holding me back also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I may be earning now and I may be like, for the most of it, self-sufficient, but I'm still broke somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, so you, what yeah. about you? I think maybe the one thing holding me back is just my like fear of not being good at something at first try, which is annoying because you're not always going to be good at something when you try it the first time. So, mm. so I think that's just what holds me back in general. When I want to do something, I will most likely do it, but that lead up to doing it takes a lot of time because I'm like, oh, what if I'm not good at it? And you're not supposed to be good at everything. Um, the world don't yeah. work that way. Um, so, but I would, I'm, I don't know. There's, I don't think there's anything that I'm not hold, like holding my back, my myself back from doing, but that's definitely a general thing that holds me back in a lot of stuff that I won't like want to pursue. But I always end up doing it anyway because I'm that yeah. bitch. And when I say I'll do something, <laughs> I will do it. So <laughs> I'm definitely the kind of person who just expects myself to be like great at anything new that I start. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm doing it, like it'll be my first time doing it. And if I'm not good at it, I'd be so frustrated with myself and like be like, what the fuck? Like, why can't I do this? Like, what's wrong with me? When like yeah. really, it's just my first time trying something new that I've never done before. Like, obviously, I'm not going to get it the first time, you know, like. I need to be a bit more kind to myself. Yeah. Just unrealistic expectations for myself really is what it is. But um, yeah. And then I just hate myself for not being able to do it. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess that's another thing I can work on. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. What is one thing you wish people would talk less about? And I think this will be like the last question. Um, The Kardashians. Yeah. Please shut up. <laughs> Are people still talking about the Kardashians? They, people will always talk about Are them. We? And I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I feel like they've just become so irrelevant to me. I mean, I guess they only become relevant when, like, something happens, when someone's, like, cheated on someone or, like, when yeah. there's, like, big scandal or something. Yeah, just... But the Kardashians and the Jenners. I've been over it for quite a while. Yeah, I've been over it. So just make it stop. Everyone should just stop. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing people like no matter what people will always like follow them and 100%. like you know to an extent like look up to them like it's not something that you know and I'm I'm just like you know what I've got nothing against that like you do you boo um, yeah. personally I'm just like I don't really gain as much from it like I remember that um, I was still following Kim K for a while only because like I truly 
it was truly just for like the fashion and stuff but then mm-hmm. eventually it's just it just becomes more or less of the same thing yeah and then i was kind of just done with it and i was like okay this no longer serves me and then i just unfollowed her yeah exactly yeah. Anywho, we hope that you guys have a great end of the year and that you guys end the year on a good note. And even if you don't, that's fine because 2020 has been a fucked year. So it's all right. (laughs) It's okay. Don't stress y'all. Yeah, that's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that, oh, and also just the fact that this is the last episode of the year. I think I mentioned it at the start. Yeah, this is the last episode of the year. We'll be back um, mid next year, probably <laughs> mid next year. Can't give mid specific next, next month. <laughs> Sorry, next <laughs> mid next month, not next year. Next oh. month, which is next year. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Um. So. Do not worry. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll, we'll catch you guys soon. And we've got a lot of plans and we're very, very excited for them. And all I have to say is just ho, 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 you filthy animals. Enjoy your Christmas <laughs> and your New Year's. And time is an illusion yeah. anyway. So you might as well just take a reason to party. So. It's just, yeah. And like moving into the new year, like it's just another fucking year. Like, yeah. don't stress <laughs> Don't stress, babe. Don't put too much like <laughs> expectations or like hopes on twenty twenty one. It's just another year. <laughs> it's just another year. Just another year in your life. So it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, you can follow us <laughs> at Auntie Please on Instagram, which we'll you know we'll stay updating while we're on this break. Um, Shaya is at Shaya Five, and I am at Natasha J Lama, and we'll see you guys in the new year. Bye. See ya.